Many years ago, somebody started two lies, and that is that God loves everybody and that Christ died for everybody. That is not true. I do not believe in a general atonement that that Christ died a, a, a substitutionary death for everyone, but he did die for somebody. I wonder if it was you. Say, well, how can I know? Well, if you qualify, if you know you qualify, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Is that you? If you're not a sinner, then I have no message for you. There is no hope for you because he only came to redeem sinners, but redeem them he did. And that's the good news. Look at your own sin. Just look at it square in the face and you'll see the greatness of redemption. If you'll own up, if you will look at your own life, if you will see your own transgressions, look into the hole from which you were digged. Look at the former state that you were in, in your sins, indulge the crimes which you've committed, the continual rebellion against God and his son, Jesus Christ. I was thinking while studying for this message about the infinity of sin, just one sin. That one sin that you committed deserves an eternity in hell. You, you rebelled against the God of heaven. But think about the multitudes of your sin. We're not talking about one sin. If you are 30, 40, 50, oh my, if you're 75, you've got a bundle, a Himalaya of sin, a mountain of iniquity that needed to be atoned for. There's only one payment God's ever been satisfied. There's only one that could pay your sin debt in full, completely. Think about it. That God has done away with sin in your case. There is no sin for you. He's made an end of sin. I read that verse and I say, what does that mean? And then I quickly say, I don't know, but it's wonderful. You have no sin because God in Christ made an end of sin. Think about the sin of your childhood. As I studied and prepared today, my mind went back to my young years. And very early on in my life, I was convicted and convinced. I tossed and turned on my young bed at night, knowing that I was lost and that I needed a savior. I've got good news for you today. If that's your state, if that's your condition, if you've wrestled all night with your thought of how you've used and prostituted yourself and sinned against the God of heaven and wallowed in the stables of sin and you feel as black as all hell. I got some good news for you. Can you believe it? Jesus paid it all, all the debt you owed. How great a ransom that is. How, how nonchalant we take the story of Calvary and what Jesus did. Man, this place ought to be up in arms today with hallelujahs. We should have been standing and shouting all over this place. Jesus paid it all. 
There is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty. In Christ, there is no judgment for me. No hell for me. Can you believe it today? Well, I'm going to venture out. Go ahead, venture out. I'm going to trust Christ. I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to believe on him. There's no hope anywhere else. You know, I'm not ashamed of talking about the sovereignty of God here. I don't blush. I'm your pastor. And, and I don't blush because 75% of you are with me on this. That God elected you before the foundation of the world. That God sent his only begotten son for a purpose, on purpose. Hallelujah! To accomplish that purpose. He shall, his name shall be called Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. That's you. That's me. Not he might. Not he's going to do his best. Not if you have your uh, right and exercise your free will. Not if you make Jesus your, your choice. But, but here's the message. He came into the world to seek and to save that which was lost. And all he seeks, he saves. That's the truth. He paid somebody's sin debt. You know, right now in heaven's court, there are men that were once murderers, thieves and drunkards, whoremongers and blasphemers and persecutors who have been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. And right now they're clapping, listening to me louder than you're clapping. <laughs> they're there and there's no judgment, no condemnation. Think about the greatness of your sins. And Jesus paid it all. Isn't that something? How about your secret sins? You got any secret sins? Liar, liar, pants on fire. You do have secret sins. Things that nobody except you know about. Oh, of course, God knew about them. Because in his son, your sins were put on him. And, his, and your sin debt was paid. When he said it was, it's finished, do you know what? It was. God is not Santa Claus. God is holy, holy, holy. And the seraphims and the cherubims stand in his presence and covered their faces and cry, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. He is of pure eyes than to look upon sin. He's a holy God. And he is a just God. And he said every sin, every sin and transgressions must receive a just recompense of reward. In order for you to go to heaven, every one of your sins must be punished. He will by no means spare the guilty. The soul that sinneth it shall die. He will have satisfaction either from you or from Christ. Praise God for the doctrine of accomplished redemption. He shall see the sufferings of his soul. God took out his black snake whip of justice and beat him. And by his stripes, I've been healed. My sins have been paid for in full. God demands eternal punishment. 
You ever thought about the punishment of Christ? Oh, I know you've seen him on the cross, wounded and bleeding. You've seen the beatings, him go from judgment hall to judgment hall. You saw them stretch him out on the cross and nail the nails in his hands and spear in his side. But you must go much deeper than that to understand this redemption. He died a spiritual death in your place, in your stead. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we're healed. That's the greatness of this redemption. In those three hours of darkness, he drank my damnation, the cup of my damnation dry. He emptied the cup. There wasn't a drop of justice left. And the Bible says this in the Psalms. That justice and mercy have smooched. They've kissed one another. And I know some of you are going like this. Well, I disagree with your opening statements. God is love. I know that. Here's the miracle of it. That God is not Santa Claus in the sense that he looks over your sin. But God found a way to satisfy his justice and also exercise his great love. Wherewith he loved us even when we were dead in sins and trespasses. You'll not sneak in the back door of heaven. God will not look away as an unjust God. But God has been satisfied with the payment of his son and thousands upon thousands and thousands of thousands have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are saved by him.